Welcome back, fuckers and fuckettes, and, and dudettes, <laughs> ladies and gents, to another episode of the Nightless Cobra Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm not at home, and I'm not alone either. Uh, we're here with my two best friends. Oh man. Oh man. You're gonna get me emotional here. Stop. <laughs> and my dog. <laughs> Robo. But yeah, alright. Uh, Felix, you haven't been on a podcast before. I've never had, no. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for a living? Um... Currently, I'm a firefighter. Firefighter. Yeah. Firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a firefighter and a firefighter instructor. So, uh, basically, my job is just to make firefighters and uh, throw them out there. Fire make firefighters. <laughs> I make you. <laughs> firefighters. It's like that scene from uh, uh, Cast Away where, uh, what was it? Tom Hanks is like, I make fire. You're like, I make fire. Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> basically. It was pretty cool when you took us over to the, to the firehouse, though. So, yeah, so that was just like a small little preview what you guys saw. Are there bigger, like, burn? Yeah, so buildings? our building is five stories high. Uh, however, three out of those uh, five stories burn. Yeah. <laughs> so three out of the five stories five burn. Stories, yeah, so three out of the five stories I mean, it was burn. tall from what I saw. I just didn't realize it was five stories tall. Yeah, so uh, the very top, uh, you can repel. It's like an open, uh, almost like mini pavilion. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, areas where you can hook up repelling ropes to and whatnot. And uh, that's actually a skill that we teach. Uh, yeah, so it's normally one of the uh, mainly one of the focuses for uh, yeah. a rescue team. Yeah. But uh, throughout the fire academy, you know, if we have the time towards the end of the academy, yeah, they've been doing great. Uh, we go ahead and you know let them repel and whatnot, kind of get a feel for it because you never know when you might get pulled out for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with a rescue. Um, Has anyone caught on fire while like in there? Like no, but our bad, fucking bad. dummies have. So we have like our dummies. So we have the same school rescue dummies. They look like you know basically they're dummies. You know, oh, almost life size. I think yeah, yeah we saw one, like, yeah. Playing, yeah. So uh, yesterday actually we burned one, a 220 pound one. God damn. Uh, we hit it next to one of the burners. Uh, we didn't think that it was gonna actually you know yeah, before yeah. we had already like charged it a bit. Uh, we didn't think the search team that was uh, practicing yesterday was gonna take mm. that long to get to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we basically burned <laughs> the leg off of it. <laughs> That would have been a person. Yeah. My <laughs> captain came up to me after that. He goes, hey, man, remember that dummy we had burned a while back? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I finished the job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Have you ever gone to a fire and you have to bring somebody out but they're, like, too fat? So, no, I personally haven't. Uh, like, what do you do in those situations? Like, when somebody's, like, too big to, like, bring them out? So, basically, you know, there's different tactics we can do. Um... Normally, if somebody's that big, and I'm speaking from a situation that a previous instructor that worked there actually had, yeah. um, it was a four, I think it was a four or five hundred pound woman. They found their wedge God between damn. the toilet and the, uh, the bathtub. And uh, from what they said, you know, they took about two uh, two truck crews to bring her out, and then they had to, what they, we call it making a door or making a window. <laughs> Basically, you take a window already in the structure and you just lock it. So, oh, okay. uh, from where the window is, you can cut down yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you basically you know make it uh, bigger big from top to bottom yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you know you can cut sideways but the problem with doing that is that you're cutting into some of those beams yeah, yeah on yeah. the walls or if it, you know outside walls are normally low bearing walls meaning they hold uh, some yeah. of the weight of the structure so yeah. that you know possibly debilitate it and the wall can come down so uh, but yeah. that's just one of the options we have right yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah that's how you do it and then you put two ladders up to the windows, or if it's this height, it might be a bit of an issue, but uh, if it's a bit of a higher window, 
So uh, it's easier like, to get somebody from like a, a second floor than it is? Uh, yes, no, not really, because you still have to deal with, you know, the three and a half feet on the other side of the, mm. you know, the window as we bring them up. Yeah. Uh, from what I've been told, my person is going to brought out a, a living person or even anybody, you know, out of a burning structure. Okay, okay. Uh, I brought out animals, though. I brought out plenty of dogs and uh, some cats, turtle ones. <laughs> a turtle? They sent me back in for a fucking turtle. I was like, oh shit, I mean, that's her baby. I'll go get it. <laughs> Bring out, sorry, turtle soup. <laughs> <laughs> See, no. that's the one thing I haven't been able to do is, uh, is say my dog is my baby. I, mm. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. Dude, some people will go crazy during fires. I mean, I love my dog. I mean, don't get me wrong. But like to treat as a child. Yeah, yeah like I don't... If, if your pets are in there, some people will go crazy. So during the freeze a couple years ago, it was been what two years now or so? Like yeah, two years. Yeah, almost three years. Um, no, no, two. Almost two years. Yeah. yeah. So during the freeze, there was a house it's really gone, right? This yeah. dude was an idiot. Left his uh, I don't know what he laid up in the garage. Whether it was his car going or something. Mm. Something caught fire though, right? I think it was his car because his car was fucking gone. Yeah, man. man. The the, le the levels people were going to like yeah. stay warm was. It was. Bro, it was. And then charging your fucking phone too and shit. Yeah, dude. And. So the house is gone, basically. It, it, we're what we call uh, on the fence about, meaning everybody get out. Yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. gonna surround and drown it. Like we're gonna just pour water into it yeah. until it goes out. And this dude is like, I need to go in there for my dog. I'm like, well, where's your dog? I'm like, we got a team in there. I can let him yeah. know where they're at. He's like, I don't know. He runs free around the house. I'm like, sir, I can't let was you in the house. It, it was like about this size. Okay. You know, it, it was a one-story house. Okay. Maybe like. So are, you, are, are you saying my house is big or small here? Uh. Man, yours is pretty good size. <laughs> it's like asking a girl a bunch of dick size, so they have a big dick or a small dick. It's like, uh, it's, it's average. I, I, I enjoy it. It's big enough for you're me. A, you're a great guy. <laughs> you're it's a great, great house. Hey, you have a great <laughs> attitude. For a great personality. You have a nice backyard. But anyways, uh... <laughs> No, dude, dude, I'm like over here slipping, tackling this guy to the ground because he's like about to run into the house to go God get his dog. Damn. So finally, we had to get the cops to restrain him. Unfortunately, I mean, he wasn't arrested or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like barely to himself. He just needed to calm down. Yeah, he, he was uh, at the point where uh, it was like he was ready to risk it all for that dog, and I don't blame him. I mean, uh, that's no, how I was that I dog. totally get. I mean, you know, like trying, yeah, risk it for your pets and shit. Like if it's if it's like what you have, like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I mean, Ro Robo's my bro. I mean, like, like, <laughs> I'm just not gonna say he's my child. You know I mean? <laughs> no. He's not your child, of course. No, I don't think that's my cat either. I don't say my cat's my kid. He's a fucking asshole, though. <laughs> okay, but right. I mean, I would go back into a build. Like, I would be like, yo, I need my cat. Cause like, I remember one time my old apartment, uh, my trash can caught on fire. Mm -hmm. Cause we were smoking hookah, and then the girl that I had over at the time, she was like, oh, I'll put it up, and I was gonna get the bit of bread. And uh, I'm like, sure, she's old, and, like she she seems to know what she's doing, but uh, she didn't put out the ashes all the way, and she okay. just dumped the ashes in the trash can. So you know, yeah, we get that a lot in Fourth of July. Yeah. People throw the the fireworks that are yeah, like not, and they're still smoldering. They're yeah. just throw them in the trash can. Next thing you know, her garage is gone. Yeah, so like, <laughs> whatever, like we we didn't do shit. She ended up leaving, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. The, the, actually, this is a fucking kind of embarrassing story. <laughs> Um, I, I went to my room because I was like, fuck it, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get no play. So I was just like, set up my TV, got a nice little video going on, I'm, I'm about to start, like, start rubbing one out, right? <laughs> oh, so and, you watch uh, porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why you had to be so, like, porn. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But yeah, like, yeah. I was watching something that rhymes with okay, porn. Okay, it was midget porn? No, I'm kidding. Porn? <laughs> porn? So uh, I'm, I'm like in the middle of rubbing one out, and then my, my eye starts to get blurry. 
and for a split, I was 21, right? And for a split second, I'm like, I guess if you do jerk off too much, you do go blind. <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, fuck. I started freaking out. Oh, bro. I wore you all the time. Huh? Oh, I wore you. Uh, yeah, so it was kind of <laughs> like Jenny jumping off, trying to jump off a balcony. Uh, no, 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 I don't think I was that high. <laughs> but I mean, I, I was just—I I just been smoking. That's all. And then I go to to the to the bathroom to like check my eyes, and they're burning. And I was like, "Damn, I'm really gonna go by for masturbating, dude." And then like I get a weird smell, and then I go fucking to my living room, and I see that shit on fire, bro. And then just like bad. Like we had a fire extinguisher, though. Like it wasn't a bad fire. But I was trying to wake up my roommate because the fucker wouldn't wake up. I'm like pounding on his arm, like, "Yo, dude, wake up!" Why don't you just nothing? Oh, putting water in it. I, well, I had a fire extinguisher, but for some reason I was like, I want him to know what's going on before I put it out. I don't know, but then he finally wakes up, and I just grab it, I put it out, and uh, he's like, "Oh, did you see my effort?" Yeah, he's like, hey, "Look at me!" <laughs> so I put it out, and we couldn't find one of the cats. And I was like, "Fuck." This bitch is burning my cat. Yes, dude. I looked at like all this shit that got burnt and stuff, but I didn't see a little tiny corpse. So I was just like, she's somewhere on here. She ran out, and then like fucking three hours later, she just like comes out from under my bed. Like, oh, fucking fucking scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, dude. You traumatized the cat because you're over here masturbating the porn. <laughs> I was like, the cat was probably more scared of you fucking out, dude. <laughs> fucking fire. He's like, oh fuck, here he goes again. <laughs> it's like this third time this day. You, keep, you just watched the same three minutes. <laughs> Never make it pass. <laughs> like, come on, David. We all know what's gonna happen. You're gonna go for about a minute. You're gonna cry for three, and then you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah, that's that's a. You know what's funny? Some of the like the little theory, the, the things that they tell you to, to scare you away from masturbating, is like the the blindness, and then there's also like, like your your palms get your palms get hairy. There's a um, fuck it. I think it was. I think the werewolves were like meant to be like like for anti. No, no, no. It was it was Dracula. They, there was, there's a uh, Dracula has hairy palms. Yeah, there's like <laughs> wait, a wait. whole story where Dracula has hairy hands, and uh, the only reason why is because he's a chronic masturbator, apparently. So like, like some religious. I mean, if you're alive on with, like for eternity with no play, I mean, you gotta do Bro, some shit. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> but the thing is, they also made him gay in that story. Oh no. So he's like a gay Dracula with <laughs> hairy palms because all he does is oh, so, so a typical DC story. <laughs> Except you have a little boy with him. <laughs> I'll buy little boy now. But yeah, Hector, what do you do now for a living? Um, well, I'm a warehouse worker. Yeah, which always is, it's great material comedic wise when you work at a warehouse. Uh, the, the people, the people you meet. Oh, dude, I know. I worked for warehouse uh, forever. Yeah, it's 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 hilarious when you work in a warehouse, Don't but. Know. Here's the thing though, people like working in warehouses because one, it usually pays you pretty well. Fuck yeah, dude. And two, two, you're gonna get consistent hours, and then, but that's it. There's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no other perks. There's no other perk. I mean, I mean, sometimes you get lazy. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you get like an easy day, but like, honestly, like, it, it's not a, it's, it, but you, you get the job because you know it's gonna be an exhausting one. That's the reason why they have to pay you so much because not many people want to do it. Yeah. And uh, but like, yeah. You know, you, you, you have to deal with certain people. You have to... Truck drivers are all a different breed. Dude, I know what it is with truck drivers. And I'm sure you dealt with this before, but, like, they feel that they can talk to you however the fuck they want. Yeah. And then Bro. the moment you snap back, you're like, oh, well, take it easy, my friend. They're in prima donnas, dude. Because <laughs> when I used to work at one, there was this one who couldn't... Uh, so I worked at, at a flooring company. And uh, we were... You know the railroad tracks over by... Uh, you're passing 610 going that way. 
go into like towards downtown. There's like oh, railroad okay. tracks. So yeah. we were like right by the railroad tracks on uh, I Richmond. By then. No, no, no. It was it was a. Uh, Do you know where West Lyon and Richmond are? Yep. Okay. I know so I between six ten, like yeah, okay. off of the Galleria area, going towards like Green's Point. Yeah, Green's I know Point exactly Greenway. Greenway. Yeah. So going towards there. So we were like right by the. Uh, like our storefront was right by by the by the, by the street, mm -hmm. but then you had to like drive back to like load shit up. And we had this one driver; he could never fucking back up. <laughs> it's like, and I told him I was like, bro, you are literally the only one that drives a fucking fifty-two foot fucking trailer that can't back up. He's like, I don't know, bro. I just can't. I'm like, bro. I hate that because they'll blame you. Like, I know. It's your like, store wasn't as I do. Like, it's not the stores. You're driving. He's like, you're the only one. Like, how are you the only fucking one? Yeah, but aside from uh, from like working at a warehouse, I also have my own podcast. So, yeah, insert name FC soccer podcast. Great um, oh, soccer fans. Yeah, That's a lot of good content. We actually, actually, I have a uh, some people that listen in from uh, Spain and stuff. So I'm guessing soccer is big in Spain. Yeah, you would say. <laughs> so, <laughs> you you Listen, <laughs> you, you would say that. You could say that. <laughs> they have a team, right? <laughs> a bunch, a bunch actually. Bunch teams. Wait, how, okay. How is is that whole thing like broken down? Because like I, I hear a lot of people talk about like different teams like from one like area in, in like Europe and shit. How are those like broken down? Is it like by city, like over it's here, or is it by like? Uh, club? I mean, yeah. How does yeah, how so that? the club. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to break and then go eat. Yeah, I mean like obviously like when you break it down to countries it like you know you have your own cities your own communities and all that so I mean it's pretty straightforward so Spain obviously has their own league La Liga which is honestly that's the league that me and my best friend Edward follow the, the, yeah, other, yeah. the other hosts of my podcast and so yeah like there's that in England, obviously it's the English Premier League, which is the one that everybody kind of like knows a little bit more of. Uh, and then obviously Germany has their own league. And, but like even within those countries, like there's different levels of their leagues. So like, I think England, as far as I know, I think there's like eight divisions. And, and you're thinking about, and it's Great Britain. So like you can include Wales. Well, Wales, I know for sure Wales you can include in there because some of the Welsh teams play in, the, in England. And, and so like, Actually, as a matter of fact, Ryan Reynolds owns a team in Wales called Wrexham. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, him and uh, Blake Lively. Cool. Uh, no, <laughs> McCallie Mc uh, from uh, it's all uh, it's all sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, oh, what's his face? Mark uh, and Mark Elhenny. Or? I don't know more about names. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, aren't they going to be coming out in a movie or something? There's a there's an F, they're doing an FX series that's like yeah, yeah there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, like with their ownership. I of, think that's where I saw it. Yeah, yeah right, welcome to Rexham is the name yeah, of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, like, so every every city, like, it's just in the U.S. is a little different. Like, I mean, obviously there's states. So, like, I mean, even though you could probably say there's like a simple, similar comparison, like, I mean, Mexico, even though that not necessarily have traditional states in Mexico, you have your regions, right? Like in Mexico, so it's not necessarily a state, but it's a region. Whereas in here in the U.S., you got like California, Texas, Massachusetts, and all that. But here in the MLS, obviously, like. It's growing. You can start seeing it growing. You have like now American players now playing in Europe now for okay. some t some top teams in Europe as well. Do so, you, uh, I was gonna because I was gonna ask is uh, I would be curious about this. Do you think that 
when American players go overseas to where, you know, because they have said it here, where more talent is, and then they come back, do you think they bring some of that talent or they learn some of those skills? I, th I think that not even just American players. I think, uh, you know, like using the Houston Dynamo, for instance, like Houston Dynamo team is just bad. Like I, I, I say that way. I it was good. I say that a lot of times. Well, in the early years when they won two straight championships, but like after that, but like. <laughs> Alright, Houston. <laughs> but, uh, Houston's but, like, sometimes. But, like, so, you know, the, the one, their biggest signing that they made this, this, this past season was yeah. to get Hector Herrera, which is, you know, the Mexican national team player. He's played in Europe for, for quite some time. Damn. So, like, the team is, is really just bad. But when yeah. you added him into it, the team looked a little bit better, which isn't really, it's not like a massive upgrade, yeah. but, like, some, some, you know, going from shitty to now, like, Bad is yeah, like you know that's that's quite of a upgrade. It's something. No. Um, but yeah, so like it's it's just one of those things. But like yeah, when you have a player that comes from Europe, that it, it, there's different guys that comes from Europe that come from Europe that play over there. Like there's guys that like don't really take this league seriously. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, for example, like Steven Gerrard, like he's a, like a highly respected English yeah. player, um, came to the, to the U.S. <coughs> and didn't really have a really good Damn. career here. Or whereas David Beckham, when he came in, he literally like changed the MLS, because I mean, he like, he took the league seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like he wanted to make this league, yeah, something you, like you know, marketable. And so, and I think he did that. And now you you know you've seen other players that either they make the league better or they make the league worse. And it's just because obviously the the, the the they label the MLS as the retirement league because it's like these guys that are like past their prime come in. Jesus. Yeah, I that, thought that was gonna happen. That was gonna happen with Messi, cause wasn't there like something about him like last year uh, that he's not playing in Europe anymore or some shit like that? So he plays right now in Paris. So in Paris Saint Germain. So he doesn't play for Barcelona anymore. It, That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he and he's been with that club since since he was a kid. Like I mean, yeah. like since he was a child, he's been playing for Barcelona. And then you know he leaves because Barcelona is broke allegedly. I mean I don't know they're still buying players for some weird reason. <laughs> yeah, I heard they couldn't afford him or some shit like that, right? Yeah, they couldn't afford him, so he left and went to PSG, who has a lot of money. They're, they're, there's like a lot of <laughs> it, you have a lot of like oil, a lot of oil owners that like they go and buy some of the clubs. Like for instance, Manchester City, they used to be a joke. Like in, in I mean they're like a mid-table team in the English Premier League. Uh, this oil this oil tycoon comes in and now they're one of the best teams in in england and possibly could win yeah. the champions league if everything falls in line for them so like now you're, you're seeing that psg was one of those people that that benefited from that uh, i don't know how newcastle united is like the new team that got bought by by somebody that's pretty yeah. wealthy so so everyone yeah. so now it's become like an arms race of trying to buy like the best players in the world and try to win that way and that's a move though what do you think about uh houston hosting some of the fifa games or some of the World Cup games. Hmm? Of, the, of Houston hosting it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be huge, man. When they hosted it in 90... I mean, I was only a baby when... The Is 90, it likely, though, like to do it, like, for them to do it like anytime soon? They're doing it in 2026. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, likely. so in, in 2026, it's going to be like... So Canada's going to host a few games, too, and as well as Mexico. But the U.S. is going to be, like, the main host. Okay. But yeah, so Several like, cities. So North America... Place. North America is going to be hosting the World Cup. Um, yeah, so Mexico's gonna have some games. Uh, Canada's gonna, and, but the final's gonna be here in the U.S. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, like, there's more attention happening now with soccer. Like, people are starting to, like want to watch soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, it's like it helps now that <laughs> U.S. men's national team is finally being good. I mean, the women's national team has been dominating for years, but like, you know, 
I think that's like the only women's like sport that people actually give a fuck about, like women's soccer, because like women's anything else, nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, and it's a it's unfortunate because I mean they all work hard. Like I mean, you can yeah. say that for like women's basketball, you can <clears throat> say that for women's hockey. But I mean, doesn't that come down to like how marketable it can be? Like if, if like you can bring eyes to it, like if you can make money off of like viewership and all that kind of stuff, do you think that will probably make it like give it a little bit more traction or like do something like? Like what? What's something you think that the women's like, like sports like section or whatever the fuck they can do to get more views? Maybe playing in bikinis. <laughs> Maybe no. Um, <laughs> I think I think for the women's sport, I think it's just people just gotta go and watch it. Like go live and shot, watch it. Like give it a fair shot. Cause I mean, I'll honestly tell you, like I didn't watch women's sports like that, and like it wasn't until and I mean I, I watched the women's World Cup. I watched the Women's World Cup a few times, and it's it's an entertaining game. Like, yeah, yeah. but then like kind of like when I started with the podcast, and like kind of wanted to keep up with NWSL, and not you know I got to meet like uh, got to meet Walso Digital Media and Women Kickballs, like kind of like show, lear, learning learning more from them yeah. than anything else. And like you kind of see it, and like I actually started watching the NWSL, and I was like, dang, this this league is fun. Like I mean, like the way they're playing, like it's. And, and I will give more props to women because like they don't flop. Like I've I've, I've, I've seen true. some like like and I don't know if that's like a like a pride thing because yeah. like obviously you know with men's soccer you see guys like flop every yeah like, <laughs> like it's a thing like, but, like when you watch the women's game bleeding and shit and they're they, just, they, they they get back up. Yeah, I mean they're, they're probably playing. already playing under period and they're bleeding already so they're just like what's another fucking. They're uh, they're definitely tough man. We had uh, one chick turn uh, professional soccer player uh, firefighter in our department and uh, she played professionally overseas. I forgot for what team, but uh, she was she was a tough one. Small little thing, but dude, like I would want her to fuck her every time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will honestly say like the real thing is like I think people can try to market the teams as much as they want or try to push the league and try to get attention out there. But like at the end of the day, it's just people just gotta sport. go. People yeah. just gotta go and watch it. Um, and I feel like it's that too. Like people that are more into sports, like they have a, like a natural love for it, or the ones that like more kind of invested into like the sub parts of like sports themselves because like for example like soccer like the main thing is like men's soccer team mls the european league the mexican league and all that shit right but then you have the like and it's full of those fair weather fans you know they're like oh i only watch this because like it's popular and this isn't that but then there's like a bunch of people that love it like love the sport and everything so they're like you are more prone to like go into like the nitty-gritty of it and be like you know there's not just was on TV and shit, but there's like the women's league and all this other stuff that's also like the sport and it's entertaining too. You know, I think what's interesting is like the fact that like soccer isn't as, I mean, it's starting to get more popularity now, but like yeah. when it was not really as popular, when you look at like some of the markets that have been like super huge, mm -hmm. uh, Portland, Austin, like Austin just barely had a team now, but like that. That, that home crowd is yeah. huge, and like, I mean, it probably helps that you have Matthew McConaughey as, a, as one of the owners, and, but Portland, oh shit, he always, yeah, he's, he's, one of the, he's one of the owners, there's like ownership groups, but like, he's one of the owners, it, it's really cool, because he came out like in a green suit one day, because that's their colors, is green, and he was right. banging on a bongo drum, and like, you know, getting the crowd hyped so up for fucking, it. Uh, awesome, Wolf Wall Street type shit, just, <laughs> bro, I, I think he did that, I think he actually did that, but yeah, like, 
Honestly, I'm like trying not to be an Austin FC fan, but like, I mean, it's Matthew McConaughey. It's kind of hard not to. Yeah, I fucking love that guy. Fucking I, I, I listen to his book on Audible all the time, bro. Like, once you can be like, hey, you guys want to go to Austin to like watch the game? Honestly, like, because right now they're they're in second place in the Western Conference, so oh, they're shit. they're gonna be in the playoffs. I was like, I was thinking about like if they make it to the MLS Cup and if they host it, I would be down to go to Austin to go watch them. Road trip, man. Yeah, <laughs> next so. one. Texas trip, hell yeah, right? Next. Austin, it's not, not that hard of a drive. Nah. But, like, but, yeah, but the thing that was interesting to me, because you've got Austin and 